Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're about to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's been a long time since we talked to uh, Dr. Kelly here on the Radio Vet. Let's find out what's been going on today on the Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly. Thank you for listening to the Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly. Been off a couple weeks because we just couldn't gel our schedules. Busy vets and busy librarians sometimes are ships passing in the night. <laughs> so, clearly, those two careers are incompatible. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so at the top of the show here, I do have a pointed question okay. about cats. Most importantly, the cat litter conundrum. Oh, does this come up often in your office? Because um, now that I'm a multi-cat household, okay, multi, multi, multi-cat. Oh dear, I'm up to three. Oh, that's not that bad. Okay, okay good to hear. Yeah, there's All right. far worse. <laughs> I, yes, well, I, think I read about some of the news this week. I think it's like a 25, 50 Ew. cat house. Yeah, just horrible. So Ew. I cannot get to that point. Um, but um, I do notice that the cat boxes need a bit more attention than they needed prior. Okay. And um, um, I got a weird one too. I have one of my cats who likes to watch the other ones while they go. So I'm going to need to send him to like a special clinic. <laughs> it's a psychiatric thing. However, um, so initially I was using something called Pretty Litter. Yeah, paying, I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah paying, I haven't used that at my house, but I've heard of it. It's kind of paying through the nose for it. Okay. And I'm like, okay, this is silly because all the, the one of the big parts of it is that, you know, you never have to, you don't have to change it much. It's that yeah. kind of. No, you do. Uh, oh. It gets really nasty, really. Ew. And so I was just like, well, that's one of the main features. Some sort of absorbent white crystal-y thing? Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, okay. And mm-hmm. it just, and it got everywhere. Like, it just clung oh, to their feet a lot. Yeah. And so... That's a problem with litter in general, is they walk it all over the place. Except, yeah. I switched over to our old friend's Purina Tidy Cat, the clumping mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. No less, messes, less mess. Less, less walking it less around, odor, less tracking. Less everything, and less money. And I'm like, yeah. well, I think I found the... <laughs> Yeah, so, and yeah. if you can uh, readily find that in the unscented version, yes. that would be by far be the best for okay. the cats. Yeah. They have a Glade one. I was like, that seems a little oh. intense. That seems a little overkill. You know, want to make your hat, cat hate its litter <laughs> right, and avoid right. using it? Absolutely. Add a strong smell. <laughs> it actually douses them in uh, Glade. <laughs> so, so yeah. All right, cool. That actually kind of answers my question because it just seemed to me like I was paying a lot of money yeah, for boutique for something litter, fancy. For something fancy that, yeah. and one of its big selling points too is that um if they're having a kidney issue the litter will turn a certain color yes i didn't quite trust that either that sounded like baloney to me so i just <laughs> was just like hmm. i think you can buy this at the carnival too <laughs> so it's, just, it's the mood ring the mood litter <laughs> yeah oh no my cat my cat is experiencing great ennui <laughs> <laughs> litter has turned blue what does it mean 
<laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, folks. So there's our litter tip okay. for the day in the form of a question, and you kind of answered <laughs> it, so that's great. So what's been going on in your world? Yeah, so uh, we've had a few things happen or seen a few things since we last talked that are um, out of the everyday, ordinary stuff that we see. <laughs> so, um, Dr. Kelly stands there and says, hmm, that's radio-worthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Remember this one. Perfect. (laughs) So let's see. One is a dog who I've seen for many years. She has severe allergies. That's her main issue. It's always been her main issue. Sure. Uh, but at any rate, um, she's getting older now, and she's a large dog. So you know, she keeps they keep some arthritis medicine for her at home um, for occasional use when they notice her having a stiff or a limpy day. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> one day, um, this was before the Fourth of July. They <laughs> noted that she really just could not get her back end up. Oh, okay. Um, and it was they gave her some of her arthritis medicine. They waited throughout the day to see if she would get better. She didn't. So they wound up taking her to uh, one of the twenty-four our you know ER clinics because I think it was a Sunday night so we weren't open so they were worried enough at that point that they took her in and what was interesting to them was by the time she got there and they got her out of the car she pretty much trotted in oh to the clinic okay nonetheless based on her history um they I think very wisely did an EKG just to see okay was this some sort of arrhythmia you know they checked her out didn't really find anything, but they added a, another pain medicine just in case it was sure. really just back pain or hip pain or yeah. whatever. Well, I saw her a few days later because she still just wasn't quite 100% right. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked at her, put my stethoscope on her chest, and she had a big arrhythmia. Oh, boy, really? Okay. Yeah, she had a big arrhythmia that... Um, uh, that I could just hear immediately. Yeah, yeah. So we did an EKG, another one, and their EKG at the ER was um, basically normal. I think they said that she had slightly wide T waves, which you know was just eh, scratch yeah. your head kind of thing. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> when we did her EKG, it was very abnormal. Interesting. Very abnormal. So we took chest X-rays, which thankfully looked normal. She didn't have a heart murmur. Great. I shared her EKG and her history with a veterinary cardiologist, someone who went to vet school like me, but then did an internship for a year and then a three-year residency in internal medicine with their most emphasis on cardiology. And now that's all they do. A specialist. And they have a boarded certification in veterinary cardiology. So that's all they do is heart stuff. Absolutely. So I shared her X-rays. I shared her EKG. I shared her history. And after 23 years in practice, my partner, who's been practicing way longer than I have, both learned something new from her. And that is that this particular um, arrhythmia that we heard is most often, if there's nothing else wrong with the heart, it's most often associated with an abdominal bleed. Oh, weird. So we're supposed to look at the spleen. Oh, interesting. So we did. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was news to both of us <laughs> after 20, 30 years in practice. They Googled, was, they Googled yeah. it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, no, but... <laughs> <laughs> so that was something new that we learned. Anyway, we looked at her spleen and that looked normal too. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Thankfully, she's not bleeding from her spleen. Which is, yeah, yeah, Which would explain the inability to rise. Sure. That would have explained, you know, her yeah. inability to get up. Absolutely. Um, 
So, so where are we at with yeah, this Yeah, we're one? still trying to figure out oh, what happened she just, to her. <laughs> okay, wow, interesting. Because <laughs> now she's gone completely 100% back to normal. Huh, yeah. like a stroke maybe or something? So yeah, we, so we did blood work and okay. abdominal x-rays. So we yeah. looked at her spleen with x-rays. We did um, blood work, which, yeah, it was a slightly abnormal with a little bit of anemia. So now there's internal medicine people jumping in saying, oh, we got to check for... Vector-borne diseases, oh like my. you know, tick-carried diseases, and it's like, well, I don't know. So That's a very popular dog this week. Yeah, <laughs> so we're at a point where the owners and I are comfortable waiting a little while yeah. and rechecking and seeing what happens because she's gone back to normal and okay. there isn't a giant bleeding tumor on her spleen. What is the breed and age? Did we? Oh, uh, she's a mixed breed. Mixed breed. Um, and... I would call her a lab mix, nine okay. years old. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. yeah. So she's a senior, but yeah. not elderly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. Well, keep us abreast yeah. of the lab mix. <laughs> See what that turns what out to be. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we all get invested in these uh, stories now. And, uh, <laughs> I got to give you the follow-up. Absolutely. <laughs> you can't just leave these things dangling, you know. Uh, okay. uh, so who else you got? Um, so then I saw um, a bunny who oh. um, I spayed last year. She's two now. And she had, the owner had called a few weeks earlier and told me that, you know, she's really not drinking out of her water bottle anymore. Hmm. But the owner was also giving her a lot of lettuce. Okay. So lettuce, of course, is mostly water. Yeah, absolutely. You know, water with a little fiber, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Well hydrated by lettuce. And so we're like, all right, well, she she may be getting enough water from all the lettuce she's eating. Absolutely. Um, So she stopped drinking out of her bottle and she stopped eating her pellets so the rabbit pelleted food so she was still eating her hay okay okay which is the most important important, and she was eating her lettuce and she was eating you know other fresh veggies and and fruit too that she Hmm. really likes but these two things had gone by the wayside which was just weird (laughs) and hard to explain how you you know what would do that um the owner really didn't want to bring her in because she's kind of a wild rabbit (laughs) (laughs) at any rate (laughs) at any rate she did wind up bringing her in she was down in weight. Um, oh, we did blood work, which was normal. Yeah. We took x-rays, which did show kind of a lot of stuff in her stomach, considering how little she was eating. Okay. And so we tried some medical therapy for basically a, a common problem in rabbits is to have their gut motility, the movement of their intestines, slow way down or even stop. That's what that hay is all about, it's right? It's very to, hard to yeah. get it restarted yeah. if it stops. Oh, boy. And um, one of the reasons that'll happen is if they've accumulated a hairball in oh, their stomach. Sure, sure. Now, cats, of course, get hairballs. And launch and they, them across the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rabbits are one of the animals who are unable to vomit. It's not in their wheelhouse. Lucky them in they some ways. They <laughs> are not wired that way. Yeah, they are yeah. unable to vomit. They cannot do it. It's nice if you go on, like, if a bunny goes on a bender, you know, drinking bender. <laughs> it all stays in. All just yeah. stays. <laughs> so they can't throw up hairballs yeah. because they can't throw up, period. Horses that, can't either. Okay. But um, that being said, where does it all go? Well, exactly. So if it isn't. Uh, a gigantic hairball that ate Chicago. They, <laughs> I saw know, that the, movie. <laughs> the idea is to rehydrate, rehydrate, rehydrate. We give them medicine that start tries to get their gut moving again. Sure, sure. Um, and uh, we, you know, basically syringe feed them. Mm. Um, blenderized, you know, hay and vitamins and everything in a in a liquid form. Okay, sure. So you're basically, you know, putting stuff in the gut, trying to make the gut move, hydrating them. 
and hoping that it just starts moving again and it'll break up on its own and move along. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. in, in most cases, if they're caught early enough. Okay. This one wasn't. Oh, no. So we went to surgery. Yeah. Surgery so on a bunny. Surgery on a bunny Here to open up the stomach and take out the junk that oh, was boy. just sitting in there going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Probably wasn't a happy bunny. Uh, you know, you have to be pretty aggressive with pain control for them so that they will be willing to eat ASAP sure. after surgery. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, yeah, one thing that's different about rabbits and, and any kind of surgery is, you know, even in a young, healthy rabbit who, say, is coming in to be neutered and yeah. there's nothing actually wrong with them. We don't take food away from them until at half an hour before general anesthesia. And as soon as they're awake, we get it right back to them <laughs> because their biggest problem is what if the gut stops moving? Sure. So, sure. you know, when I have a bunny wake up from surgery, I'm syringe feeding it immediately. Interesting. Even just sugar water, something yeah. to put in there to keep the lining, the cells that line the gut happy. So delicate. Yes. My goodness. Yes. Um, so anyway. Are guinea pigs a lot like that too? Same sort of um, approach if they had like, I mean, just because they're on the hay all day. Yeah, I mean, they although, never stop with the hay. Yeah, they are similar. Okay. However, they are not hind gut fermenters like rabbits and horses are. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Hind gut fermenters. I <laughs> so love you know when I can how, walk away with a new term on this show. You know how um, cows are foregut fermenters. Right. They have a four compartment stomach. Right. Some people like to say they have four stomachs. Well, it's really one stomach, but it has four <laughs> individual compartments that all do different things. Sure, absolutely. Um, and so that's how they are able to get nutrition out of stuff that we could never get nutrition out Absolutely. of, like grass. <laughs> Horses and rabbits. Horses and rabbits do it rather with a, rather than with this real specialized stomach. Horses and rabbits do it with a part of their large intestine called the cecum. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I going with this? <laughs> um, we were uh, guinea pigs. The, the guinea pigs guinea are bunny. Pigs are, uh, yeah, yeah, not quite as prone to the GI stasis, but okay. yeah, they could certainly get it. I mean, dogs and cats get it too okay, okay um so for various reasons and sometimes you just gotta kind of jump start those intestines and they feel a lot better and everything starts up yeah, again absolutely <laughs> so, well i don't know where you're going but i do know i'm walking away with hind gut hind ferment- gut fermenters <laughs> which is my new favorite <laughs> new word classification of animals <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic <laughs> <laughs> duly noted all uh, right yeah. so uh bunny uh, came out of surgery okay bunny came out of surgery okay and uh was you know um, willingly ate two strawberry tops for me before going home. A good sign. Yes, a very <laughs> good sign. And then, you know, she went home and was just she didn't she didn't do well, unfortunately. So oh. I never really knew if we just oh. waited too long to get into surgery. Okay, and her gut never really started moving on its own again. She was still on the the medicine and the syringe yeah. feeding and the pain medicine. She never did well, so oh. we unfortunately wound up putting her to sleep about five days later. Oh, that's very sad. Yeah, it was, oh. so, especially because nah. she's only two. Oh, boy. And okay. she was, you know, other formerly young and healthy before she went off of her water and pellets sure. for unknown reasons. Sure, so, absolutely. Which, yeah, I, she's one I would love to know what really went wrong yeah. and when did it start. And yeah. It really was based in hair. It was just a hairball type of thing. Yeah, it, it was at surgery. What we found was, yeah big mound of you know undigested food in the in the stomach okay um mixed with a whole lot of hair yeah that you know who knows how long it was there because she hadn't really been eating normally for quite a while sure sure um 
Huh. I didn't find anything else. Blood work was normal. So yeah. it's still a mystery in my mind. Okay. I still feel like there's a missing piece of that puzzle. But without sending her to a pathologist and yeah. having a full necropsy done, I'm not going to get that answer. So that sounds pricey. It, it is. <laughs> it is, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Well, yeah. yeah. So uh, we're the, I mean, the owners are obviously a little broken up about it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They, have- they really, you know. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. The the mom was mm-hmm. very attached to the rabbit. Yeah. The daughter who really owned the rabbit, <laughs> she's already moved on. Another day, another bunny. <laughs> Wasn't that upset? I don't sure, know. Yeah, sure. mom was very attached to the bunny. Though. It's interesting with bunnies because they're the ones we've had and the, the friends of mine who've had them yeah. are... You know, some get very attached, and then others yeah. are just like, "Yeah, that's just our rabbit who hangs around." And you know, I know. It's a and weird thing. They yeah. can have really big personalities and yeah. be part of the home where they're actually not a caged pet. They use yeah. litter boxes, and they like to snuggle with the cats, and they get along with the cats Amazing. in a lot of homes. And it's like, oh yeah, that's a rabbit. And a lot of people don't realize that they can be like that. They can actually go that route. Yeah, you have to start that pretty early, I'd imagine, right? I mean, I, that, kind of and you probably got to get lucky with the right bunny. Sure. Too. <laughs> And there's so many. And there's so many. <laughs> you just don't know. <laughs> Spin the wheel. All right. Well, do we have a, a cheerier story to wrap the day up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Do. What you yes. got? What you got? Yeah. Okay. Right. So something that happens uh, maybe once or twice a year in general practice, probably to all of us, is that you have a patient, you have a healthy patient. The patient had blood work, which was normal, and they're having a um, I'm going to say an elective surgery. Oh, and facelift? Yeah, no, an elective <laughs> surgery, like say a dental cleaning. Oh, right, okay. Um, yes. <laughs> in this case, it was a very special surgery. <laughs> that <laughs> was going to sound bizarre, um, but this was a female dog who needed a little plastic surgery on her back end so that her girl parts wouldn't be so dirty all the time. Oh, my. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Does that have a term? Or are we talking uh, yes. gut for yes? Yeah, a vulvoplasty. <laughs> okay, very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Duly noted. <laughs> anyway, this was a two-year-old pug. Two-year-old pug. Oh, a pug. We'll say no more. Yeah. Pugs are all misshapen anyway. Yeah, we don't, so yeah. her back end, her vulva was very tucked up and underneath. You couldn't see it at all from the back, and that gave her issues. Oh, sure. A lot okay. of UTIs. Yeah. You know, a yeah. lot of symptoms like that. So we're like, okay, well, we can fix that. Yeah. <laughs> so we can remove some tissue, bring that out into the air where it's supposed to be, <laughs> and life will be better. <laughs> better, faster, stronger. And yes. at the same time, we'll widen her nostrils and shorten her soft palate because she's a pug and she breathes like a pug. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And she's only two. So why not make you know her future life going forward easier? Pugs are fascinating. Yes. They truly are fascinating. So she had her vulvoplasty. She did great. Yeah. Um, we started uh, doing her soft palate surgery Yeah. Um, because... For the soft palate surgery, there's not a lot of room in the back of a pug's mouth with all that thickened tissue <laughs> and that little bowling ball shaped head. Right, right. And that overly long soft palate dangling down into the entrance of the trachea. So I feel like with pugs, God was experimenting and he was like, No, that was human. Oh, that is that, oh, is that human? Yeah. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's no natural pug. <laughs> I did not know that. So, where did they come from? What, what, All just... dog breeds are made by humans. I suppose. Selectively I, breeding. I tried there that. was one original dog, <laughs> dog breed. We're talking you know, dog wolf, wolf, aren't we? <laughs> no, I, I mean, um, well. 
Yeah, I mean, 10,000 years ago or something right. like that, dogs <laughs> broke away from wolves and started hanging around people and becoming actually helpful. And, but So God laughs at our pugs. But we, all of the purebreds that are out there are totally human-created wow. through selective breeding. Wow. So, yeah. I, ne- I, don't, I guess I've never really thought about that. I've never, I mean, yeah. I sort of assumed like, okay, you know, all shapes and sizes, <laughs> but I guess not. appeared one day. <laughs> <laughs> In a test tube. Oh, my gosh. Um, so... <laughs> I chose to extubate her for the soft palate part of her surgery, meaning I took her breathing tube out. Okay. Yeah. So we had to decide to keep her under general with injectable anesthetic sure. rather than relying just on the gas. Well, the injectable anesthetic um, that we were using was a little much for her. Oh. So she... Um, experienced an arrest. Oh my goodness! Yeah, a full a full arrest. This is like she George stopped, Clooney ER you know, type my, stuff. My my technician, who was really good and really paying attention, noticed. Okay, she stopped breathing. She grabbed a stethoscope because um, I don't think we were trusting the monitors at that point. Sure. She wanted to hear it for herself. Yeah, she listened yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I'm not sure the heart's beating." I I put her breathing tube back in. I listen. We gave her epinephrine. Yeah. Heart started beating again very slowly. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> very slowly, like maybe um, 20 per minute at the most. Man, okay, code blue at Easttown. Yeah, she was starting to turn blue after about two minutes. Oh, um, my goodness. So we were you know, breathing for her and um, trying to get her heart to go faster. Wow. Um, long story short, she made it. That's great. She made it. And I will say that <sighs> in, let's see. 23 years of practice, yeah. she, including a lot of arrests um, that you get to witness, unfortunately, your fourth year of vet school oh, for reasons where, you know, sick patients go to the vet school. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and complicated anesthetics yeah. go to the vet school. Yeah. 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 So, you know, which I, is good. I I'll, guess. I'll see like one or two arrests a year okay. in general practice because. We put a lot of animals under anesthesia. Yeah, yeah. She's the first one I've ever seen walk out of the hospital. Wow. Yeah. Uh huh. Big day. Yeah. That's Miller time. I hope uh-huh. we went home and celebrated. A oh little my bit. gosh. <laughs> yeah. And we, you know, told the owner, and we're like, "Well, we, we're not doing her breathing surgery. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> That's right, canceled. Right, <laughs> she right. survived, and we're happy with that." <laughs> <laughs> you know, you didn't have to tell you. <laughs> Oh yeah, we did. We were secret. we were afraid she'd be brain damaged when she woke. Oh yeah, yeah. Because, so she did start to recover, and we're like, okay, who's she going to be? Right, right. So Absolutely. we had the owner come and visit, and she started wagging her tail. Oh, wonderful. Like, okay, I think she's still in there. That is so. She's normal. That's amazing. She has her new back end. Wow. <laughs> she still breathes like a pug. Well, and then as, <laughs> as she will. Absolutely. I'll take that over the other version. Exactly. Not, exactly. But wow. um, you know, so some interesting statistics. You know what I. I was taught in school 23 years ago and what generally appears to still be true is that a person who requires CPR yeah. has a 1 in 10 chance of walking away from that. 1 in 10 one in only. Ten. Now on TV it looks different. I was, on TV yeah. it's like 9 in 10. Yeah, but that's because there's a reason you needed CPR. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, right. just giving you CPR doesn't fix the underlying right. cause. Right, Block, blockage yeah, exactly. or whatever's going <laughs> exactly. on. Absolutely, yeah. If you're a veterinary patient and you need CPR, you have a 1 in 20 chance of, wow. of walking ever walking out of the hospital. And you got that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a scratch off, <laughs> And you know? I finally saw the one. <laughs> <laughs> you stay in the business long enough, you're going to see it. I, I think that's the lesson the of the one. day. <laughs> but I really, I really believe it was because my technician noticed right away yeah. oh, sure. that some 
something changed. That's a good technician you got yeah, there. It yeah, it is. It really is. And my other technician, you know, well, we gave her epinephrine. We gave her atropine. My other technician gave her naloxone, even mm-hmm. though I was like, yeah, the, the opiate isn't her problem, but sure, go ahead. Oh, wow. And then I turn around and she's pink again. And I'm oh, like, my. oh, all right. My technicians <laughs> just saved her life. <laughs> Should we give that tech some radio love? What's the name? Well, the owner, the, well, that's Claudia. <laughs> Claudia, and, all right. And Sarah, Good job, Claudia yes. and Sarah. You're awesome. Um, and then um, the owner, you know, she came in and visited and understood everything that happened. Yeah. And she sent us the best bunt cake oh, I've right ever on. had in my life. <laughs> Save a life, get a bunt. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's the bumper sticker of the yeah. day. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. Yeah, that's so that great. was our big win in the past month. That is huge. That's an yeah. enormous win. And yeah, I think if you get into pugs, if you get one, I think with all that scrunched up, you know, everything. I you, really recommend getting their nostrils widened and their soft palate shortened at the spay or neuter. Yeah. I really First do. thing out of the gate. I yeah, really do absolutely. because it can really just make their breathing better their whole life going yeah. forward. Same with those, I suppose those bulldogs, yeah. French bulldogs and all that. They got that oh, kind of stuff yeah. going on too. Mm-hmm. So, Definitely. So it happens when you compact everything into like a... <laughs> One pound a ball. ball. <laughs> a bone ball. <laughs> Good idea, folks. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly Hurd here on CPL Radio. Uh, what's your night? I think it's Thursday night. So probably tonight. <laughs> I'll have to get the show on right away. All right. It's Thursday. We record on Thursday. We air on Thursday. Thanks for tuning, everybody. We'll try to make uh, make it as big a golf between the shows here. Uh, and thank you for tuning in, all you hindgut fermenters. <laughs> Till next week, everybody. Take care. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.